Good afternoon. <laughs> See the West Link. That here. is the horniest what? thing I've ever heard. Marvin, bring down some of those chicken waffles. <laughs> Mr. Potter. <laughs> I feel gushy. This is unbelievable. It's absolute <laughs> chaos. Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, your wee mate, Shane Todd. Before we get into this episode, I need to plug a few things. First and foremost, Patreon. Join the VIP club, become an official sipper. We've got it all going on over there. We've got the SSE podcast featuring Kieran Bartlett and Dave Elliott and DJ Mark McCabe live on there. It's all cut together in a nice sexy package. Fosty, great edit job on that. Who did it? Um, it's unbelievable. You get the bonus episodes uh, on a Monday, which which is called the Special Brew. The last couple of episodes we recorded there, uh, shot in uh, LA. We've got one shot in Austin, Texas. We did this week's in Hollywood here in the studio. Uh, so we do the live stream, of course, every Friday. We are sponsored by none other than Nord VPN, not Nord Vupin, Nord VPN. What is a VPN? Dave? Well, it's a virtual private network, a tool that safeguards your internet connection and enhances your online privacy. It establishes a secure and encrypted pathway for your online data traffic. This tunnel is impenetrable, ensuring that no one can snoop on your internet activities, access your personal data or determine your actual IP address and geographical location because they're all trying to do that. Trying to snoop on you, trying to find out where they are. I'm looking at you, insert country. You know, I use this whenever I'm on tour to make sure I keep a secure tunnel. I like to be in an impenetrable tunnel when I'm on tour using hotel Wi-Fi. Sippers can get an exclusive NordVPN offer at nordvpn.com slash tea with me with no risk, 30-day money-back guarantee. You can get your exclusive deal by going to nordvpn.com slash tea with me to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan. Every two-year plan receives a bonus four months on top. We're also sponsored by none other than Manscaped. Manscaped are the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. You know it. You love it. They've been supporting us from the start. Dan, what's the uh, Manscaped thing I, I got this week and I loved? The Handyman. The Handyman. Always great when you get a handyman, um, you know, to, to do a job for you in the house. And this handyman's doing a job on my uh, chiselled face. It's a face trimmer that, Dan, would you say goes right to the bone? Almost, Not right to the bone, does it? Right to the skin. Right to the skin. It goes right to the skin. Dave, you okay? Yeah. <laughs> so this, they, I mean, look at this. If this guy got his hands on a handyman, <laughs> <laughs> he'd look like a big shave baby. Mm. It takes it right to the right to the wire. Um, I love it. I I genuinely just got it as part of Manscaped's new pack. Took it home, used it, brought it on tour. It's great. It's it's got a slick design, is what I would say. It's very sexy. Fits in your palm. Um, so go check that out. And all Manscaped products, they have everything, especially coming up to Christmas. Let Santa bring you a smooth sack. Go to Manscaped.com. Use a code T with me for twenty percent off and free shipping. I can't hold them back any longer. Mm. La- mm. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. my guest this week is a hairy-faced man. Yep. And it's coming up to the festive season, but this man's beard is black. Mm-hmm. Brown. I always... Brimsy. Brown. What colour would you say your beard is? Dark brown. But it's black? No, it's dark, dark brown. Because science, the race of people, Caucasians, cannot have black hair. Yeah, Italians. Yeah. No, they're just dark, dark, dark. They're not... The black hair. No. Yep. Dark brown. Maybe it's product they Science. use. Science. Um, my guest this week is none other than Dave Elliott. Welcome. No, Thank I you. welcome you. Yeah, well, I'm welcome to be here. I'm welcoming myself. No, you're yeah, not I'm, welcome you know to what? be here. No, I'm sorry, what do you mean you're welcome to be here? <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm just, you're I'm just saying, feeling welcomed. Yeah, feel, the, yeah, welcome. I, I am feeling welcomed, <laughs> yes. I'm a wee bit discombobulated there. It's, I'm startled by some goings on. So I'm, I'm feeling welcome. Yes, I feel welcome. Yes, <laughs> I feel welcome. I feel good. I, I want to talk. I did some manscaping today. Did you? Story. Yeah, we. But I used them on yourself. Yeah, I used the manscape for my old bonds as well. Oh, aye. And then I thought, you know, I found the wee clip to go in the end. So 
I did downstairs as well, we tidy up because I don't want down there to be like this because I don't want to run the risk of people mistaking me for a child. Yeah. So if they see <laughs> down here and there's no pubes, I don't want them to be like, that's a kid. Yeah. So I like to keep it away. But why life. would they be seeing that? You, you, it's 2023, man. You don't know. You know Have you ever, um, like, been mistaken genitalily wise for a child? <laughs> I, I don't know, not yet, but hopefully. Genitalily wise? Genitalily wise, yeah. Do you, yeah. genitalily wise, you play for Real Madrid? <laughs> Do you ever, um, have you ever accidentally exposed yourself? Well, not accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> fully on purpose what do you think of that one yeah <laughs> do you ever um, do you ever be like out and then you need to you need to piss and then your kids are like in the toilet with you and then they'll go to like mess about with the door in Costa that's my yeah. biggest fear yeah you know yeah, but have no, you had that not so much with the kids it's, your wife there's been no another time where it was once I, I don't know what I was doing I was having a really stressful day in work and I went, <laughs> I went to the toilet and I was sitting down the bog, and I just whatever way it was, I just wasn't I wasn't sitting comfortable. My wee willy wasn't in the bowl right, so I just I did my pee at the start and just set my willy on on top of the thing, and I was just laying back going, oh, trying to poo, and I hadn't, <laughs> and I'd gone into the disabled toilet, and you know why the disabled Sorry. toilets don't we'll talk about that after they don't really have good like handles to like it's hard to work. It's not a straight you know, because it's hard. So I just like, was laying back in the toilet and hadn't closed the door right and my boss just walked in. And I was like, oh. and like, he's going to go to himself, what, what's he doing in there? Because <laughs> I was And like, you were kind of, the thing like, is, oh, head back, Willie just sitting out. Yeah, the, the fact that yeah. it was sitting yeah, out yeah, looks weird. like, it looks like you're, you're sort of like presenting it as like a, like, like Salt Bay would maybe, when you go into his restaurant, yeah. he'd maybe present to you the cut of meat yeah, that you're going to get. I can't explain to him why. Yeah. Because it, it makes, still makes no sense and sounds like a lie. Not, no, well, he's not comfy. I, I just wasn't comfy. And I was, and, but it was the why the head was back. I'm like, Can I, I say? I fallen asleep. That is, the mo- you mentioned there, hmm. the most disgusting thing, which is your Jimmy uh-huh. touching the seat. Yeah. In, a, on a, in like a... No, not a seat because I don't use a seat. Just the rim. I got my Jimmy caught under a seat when I was a kid. I'm traumatised, so don't No, it doesn't seat. matter if it touches yeah. anything. But I, I always give it a big wipe down first. I'm very important. No, you will? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dave doesn't use uh-huh. a seat? No. What do you mean you don't use a seat? This Right, when I was younger, right? Sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, mm-hmm. sorry. Yeah. I, if I don't sorry. through this before, do you not know this? If I knew what I think you're telling me, yeah. we wouldn't be best friends. Right, okay. Are you telling me? Uh-huh. You're, stink- you're stinking. <laughs> Are you telling me you don't use... The the toilet seat. Yeah, you lift that up and the you rim. just sit. I rim it. Yeah, I rim it. What's wrong with that? You're stinking. But hold on. That's that's that. I, I swear I could be sick. No, have, you, have, touch you, it? have you done that in this building? Every building. I always do it. And then sometimes I don't even rim. I just squat. I just hover aboard if it's, if it's a dirty rim. I could the squat. All fine. the bums. All the bums touch the seats. The bums don't touch the rims. Everyone. Everyone's no. pisses on that. Everyone's pisses everywhere. It's in the toilet. The toilet's a cauldron of piss and shite. It's splashing everywhere. There's germs everywhere. We're always getting... We're touching bums. We're touching dicks. We're in the toilets. <laughs> That's what's going on. But then you put... Mm-hmm. You put your thing... It was sore, mate. On the... I did, it was uncomfortable. I didn't want it right. What's worse? I didn't want the t- top of my willy touching underneath the rim. That's even some worse thinking, so I... No, that's it. That's that could be the cleanest part of the toilet. Oh, but it might not be. And nobody knows. There's not been enough. So you said on that. Co- you said on the cold rim. Yes, I do. I said because <laughs> because whenever I was little, right. You're not on no. Yes, no, Stephen. No, I Stephen. Do. Whenever I was a little bit younger, and I say a little bit younger, I was I was a child. I got my wee bum caught on you know the wee things that you used to put in the toilets to refresh them. There was like the way you hook yeah, it on. Yeah, your bum caught it. So my bum hit it and it was sore and I had sort of like moved on it and I would nip my willy between the seat and the rim and that was one of the sorest things that ever happened. So I was like, never again will I use a seat and risk cutting my willy off. So Man, I'm just I think there. you gotta, you gotta, you gotta evaluate your life because yeah, I won't. I'm gonna get murdered in the comments here and I don't think yeah. I've done anything wrong. I I won't sit on a unfamiliar toilet seat that's not the one in my house. Yeah, but you'll I'll put also, tissue. I'll put tissue the whole way around it multiple you, times. But you will you will eat out a raw chicken. So I mean, you can't be here talking to me about germs. Like you'll get stuck in there. You'll be salmonella in that out. Like and whereas I'm not licking nothing. I'm just it's my bare willy, and then I wash my hands and my willy after every time I go to the toilet. You don't wash your willy. Yeah, I do. 
I, I would do wash my wallet like. Yeah, like, but oh. not every time you go to the toilet. No, because then I'll be another fucking, fucking <laughs> box of frogs for me to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> My son walks in. Oh no, I don't use the toilet seat here. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm not a pervert. Because you tell me this: could you wash your willy in a sink with hot water and soap and not at least get a semi? <laughs> like you're rubbing yeah. it like this. You're, it would be you, right. Well, here we go. Next what, Patreon exclusive. Right, this is what, what is it about doing that that would make you go? I, I just think if you, you know if you just rubbed it with a bit of soap. <laughs> I don't know what else. For the start, you Why need you to bring your own. You need to bring a wee footstool because there's no way my wee short legs would be able to reach. Oh, your so wee short willy. <laughs> Why are you the horniest guy in the world? As soon as you touch it, <laughs> no. But there's a difference if I'm just touching it. Like if I go boing boing. Yeah, how long are you gonna take to wash it? To wash it? I don't know. Because <laughs> if, if, but if you if you roll it like that, would it not feel nice? Why are you rolling it like that? <laughs> to get it cleaned. <laughs> to give it a wee wash. Oh, and it's easier to manoeuvre when it's got a wee bit of turgidness about it. You know what I mean? It's easy to get underneath and clean when it's... Oh. So your technique... And I don't mean to... See, podcast nowadays, especially yeah. mine, I've been reflective. Yeah. It's immature. It is. But you're telling me to clean your penis. You're like a guy make it like a... Like with flint, yeah, starting a fire. Start fire. Yeah. And the fire is in no, your... No, no, Shane, I'm not. This is not how I generally do <laughs> wash my penis. But if I was washing it in a public bathroom, that's what I have to do. Yeah. Try and make it not look weird. Because any other way you do it, it looks like you're trying to hide something. Yeah. You know, whereas if you walk in, you're like, all right, bro. You know, at least the guy's like, oh, no, he's obviously... Touched the rim with his. With I could hair. see the way you live your life. I could see you like kneeling. What does that even mean? I could see, you, I could see you kneeling down out of your urinal to clean it. I could see you with the way my you, what? With, I could I see thought you. you meant with my mouth. <laughs> the way you approach bathrooms, I could see you taking one knee down beside your urinal and then like the trough. You, I could see you may as well the way you, the way you you sit with your seat yeah. on the rim and touch your willy in the room. I could see you just being like, oh, I may as well just like use this and like you get the wee yellow soap, yeah, uh-huh. the wee yellow things and rub them. <laughs> yeah, rub them. I may as well. That's no, what that's, you that's do. That's fucking it. ridiculous. When I use the urinal, what I do is I, I turn around, tuck my dick between my legs, and piss backwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, do you ever be oh. in like uh, public toilets and sometimes think as like a man there by himself? Do you think? you could give out like code by mistake what do you mean I met the toilets down Hibernia Street in Hollywood mm-hmm. the last time I used them say like a year ago I walked in and I was whistling oh, and no. then I thought what if that is like a <laughs> you walk out a cubicle code? and four guys like a village people are sitting there <laughs> alright <laughs> we've answered the call like you know in the Power Rangers <laughs> and they all gather <laughs> the but, Power Bottom Rangers just <laughs> <laughs> but I, that was oh. a, that was a genuine thought of mine. I was whistling on my way in, and I thought, "Is this like a well-known code to attract attention?" Then I stopped whistling, <laughs> and then I went, "Or is that a code? Do, yeah. not, do not whistle. Is that is that giving enough?" I mean, Dan, in dogging circles, isn't that where <laughs> like you put the lights on and then you break and you turn them off and on, and that's how you give people signals? So I don't know whether you whistle and stop and yeah. Anyone that's into like this CD world of public toilet sex, let us know. Uh. Man, be but I had a weird toilet George experience. Michael, the king's dead. Pardon? The king of it's dead. George? R.P. George, yeah. Yeah. I George, was... There was nothing fun. You know, me and you love George Michael. Yeah. Right? We have, like, that's one of our bonds. Mm-hmm. We just love the music of George Michael yeah. and the attitude of yes. George Michael. Yes. And whenever he got caught in public toilets in London, uh-huh. in, like, Hyde Park or wherever, he, Clapham Common, probably, yeah. he, um, you know, a lot of pop stars probably would have used their PR team to sort of like, mm-hmm. you know, put out a statement and deny it and all that sort of thing. George brought out the song Outside. Yeah. Let's go outside <laughs> in the sunshine. And, and and really released a song about having full gay sex in public toilets. Yeah, but that was also so sly as well because th- it wasn't a dude doing it to tout it on him. It was, and this is how I always find the weirdest thing, a policeman pretending, you know, oh, to catch him. Undercover? Thing, yeah. 
So it wasn't Sting himself. <laughs> <laughs> that could be libelous, but it was. <laughs> Kieran Barton would be like, wow, Sting's in that. Like, <laughs> Me whistling, walking into public toilet, yeah. seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> Will you remember? Yes, I'll never forget this thing ever. Uh, but So what do you mean? So there was a, there was an undercover yeah. policeman to catch men. But how far do you go you? as an undercover cop? Like, how far do you go? Like, because you're not yeah. walking in seeing George washing himself in the sink. There must be a point where he's like, you know, actually, does he take it out and cuff it? Like, what does he... Yeah. Because there has to be a point when he's engaging in something. Or as a policeman, do you have to do, like, you know the way, like, a policeman might, if you're underage or something, think you've been drinking, he let me smell your breath or something? You know, does he... <laughs> Does he do something like that, or will he? Yeah, like a cigar. Or will he? Yeah. <laughs> Guilty. Give me your... And I'll be like, no, I swear, I just touched it underneath the rim. It wasn't, it wasn't that's why it smells like that, I'm sorry. Have you been rimming tonight? Yes, but not like that. <laughs> Nothing weird, just I put my dick on the rim of the toilet because I don't use a seat. Yeah, that's even weirder than... Um, yeah, imagine imagine you were like, uh, my dad was pleased, he was undercover for 20 years. Oh, what, like in a narcos mm-hmm. gang? Nah, just in public toilets. <laughs> but then do you ever read the stories that appear about undercover cops who just have had like full affairs and kids and all and he's like well I was committed to the bit we mean Daniel like Day Lewis of the PSNI yeah yeah it was yeah. totally being an undercover policeman would be wild yeah it'd be, it'd be stressful I wouldn't like it now to be fair that one would be good I wouldn't I wouldn't do you George think away, you're good at lying on the <clears throat> spot if you have to like do you think you would be a good you would be a good undercover policeman no I would sweat and all, get nervous. That is a big tale of and yours, isn't like, it? Yeah. You're the reverse Prince Andrew. And then, yeah, and Prince Albert. And Catherine was saying to me the other day, I lied to her about something, about, yeah, eating ice cream. That's what I'd done. I'd eaten the last of the ice cream. And she'd be like, do you eat all that ice cream? And I was like, no. Yeah. And then the first thing was, I hid it. And she's like, where have you hidden it? Go get it. <laughs> and I'm like, and she was, you're lying, aren't you? And I went, yeah. Yeah, I just, I can't hold a lie. I just gave it. And she's like, I hate that you lied to me there. And I said, like, yeah. how'd you know? And she's like, because... There was ice cream, now there's not. Yeah. And, and you're not looking at my eyes, face. you're sweating everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, sorry. So yeah, I don't I don't think I'd be good at that at all. I get so nervous. And I try to warn people. Uh, here here's where I go wrong. I'd add too much to the lie. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, I do. There'd be no yes, need I, I do. There would be no yeah. need for me to uh-huh. you know, to just be like, you know, oh you narc and I could yeah. just go, No. I would add wait, I'd be like, I can't be because I am. Um, <laughs> I'm. I couldn't be because, you know. L- and here, let me tell you this. That's while what I'm at it, yeah, I go. I can fly. You know what I mean? Like, and then you I can fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It would be fun. It'd be a hell of a rush. But do you <sighs> think that, say, you infiltrated a drugs gang? Say you were a cop and you infiltrated a drugs uh-huh. gang, and your job is to be one of them and be mates with them? Do you think if if you were there for years? You'd actually become mates with them, yeah, sure. and you would, and then you would, you feel so sly when you betray them, because yeah. it wouldn't be like, ha ha, got you when you call, you know, Seal Team Six, and you'd be like, oh, got you, and then the guy would be like, David, yeah, what have you done? I thought we were mates, yeah, yeah, you're my actual husband now. I wonder how many of these guys just actually go in on it. You have to, you know what I mean? Don't you? But no, but that's... I mean, I mean, like say to the guys, yeah, but then you'd be tempted sometimes, wouldn't you, if you really. Yeah. But yeah, that's why you wouldn't go into it. Like, as I always think, like, I am into, like, reading, like, the Troubles books, informing things and stuff like that. Cases, like, I'll always love to read about that in the papers. But then I think, how nervous would you be all the time for everyone? Because you don't know who you could ever trust. Yeah. Because then, like, if your handler was just like, yeah, I've got all the information we need, you could just out you. And then if anyone finds okay. stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be like, that'd be so funny. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, we'll hear about him. <laughs> oh no, he's not informant. <laughs> Worse. <laughs> oh dear, it'd be terrible. Beef knife. Be. What would um? Doesn't <laughs> even make sense. Oh. Well, uh, what do you think? Say when you were younger uh, and you wanted to, what did you want to be? You know, one or two things. Yeah. So shit. One was an astronaut. Okay. And two was a lollipop man. So I feel I like thought, one is more achievable than yeah, the other. Yeah, I felt like if if I didn't get to be in NASA, I could just be outside Hollywood. I love the other way around. You're like, yeah. if, I, if I don't make it as a lollipop man, <laughs> I'd like to go to space. 
But then I had a real moment where I realised my dream of being an astronaut would never be. I was at a fair and I was getting in a ride and the guy was trying to put the thing down on me. And I was like, and he was kept on going. I was like, this isn't going to click. And he was really getting angry. And I was like, oh, I don't, you know, don't mean to do it. And he was like, no, 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 I will do, I will do. And I was like, okay, and he's pushing it down. Pushing it down. And I was like, oh, I'm just too, like, and I, like this. And he went, <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch what did they do bungee cord you no I just didn't go in there that's so uh, embarrassing having to get off and walk past everyone who's queued to get on oh. did I ever tell you about my brush with the lollipop man no oh yeah yes last day at P7 I maybe told this on a pod before um, last day at P7 we had a lollipop man called Walter mm-hmm. who's brilliant as a lollipop man I was going to say I don't know how you could be a bad lollipop man yeah. but probably causing an accident where a load of kids get run yeah. over I mean what, but what if man. you're the banter lollipop man and you pretend it's you all right to go. it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> whenever Moses was like, here, Romans, come on. <laughs> you know. Walter, uh-huh. Walter was the Moses of our primary school and the upper Newton Ardrove was a Red Sea. Yeah. This guy was brilliant. Everybody loved him. And on my last day at P7, so everybody used to high five his lollipop stick and you had to jump up to do it. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> He's like, here, my lollipop sticks in my trousers and hey boys, go ahead. Get a real handle on it. Um, <laughs> so what you would do is you'd jump up, because the lollipop stick was probably at his head level, so you jumped up and gave it a high five. Everyone loved to do it. Walter loved it. On my last day of P7, I got carried away. Giddy, would have had a party, bring your own sweets. I was E-numbered up. So I walk out. On the E's. I was like, this is brilliant. No, last day of school. Too many emotions, you know what I mean? Last day of school. And instead of jumping up for a final high five and Walter's lollipop mm-hmm. stick, I jumped up and headed it like you were heading the football. Just a wee silly boy. And I was like, ah! And, and gave it a... And I was like, that's so, such a cool way to go out. In my head, I was like, I'm going out a legend. No long-lasting friendships from school, but I'm going out a legend here. And I was walking to my dad's car. It's maybe like half a mile up, up this road. And all these like girls were like looking at me and like sort of like real shocked and like some of them were like screaming and stuff and pointing at me <laughs> and I was like god they're taking it really badly that I'm leaving primary school I was like guys I'll call I'll call and uh, I walked for uh, kept walking and everyone was <gasps> to me and stuff and I was like the fuck like what's all this about got up to my dad's car and my dad goes what happened I said what do you mean he's like look at yourself I looked full like you know remember the poster we used to have up Christian Bale in American Psycho when the blood splatters <laughs> all over his face there was metal screws in Walter's lollipop stick to keep oh. the lollipop on the stick. I fully hated that, but it was so like adrenaline rush the last day of primary school that like blood was just oozing from my head. So all these girls leaving school, like talking about, I'll still ring you and all, just walk out and just see me. <laughs> Full blood coming down my face. All right, girls. <laughs> you know, but see, to the kids, that would be hard to see, but the most yeah. people seeing a fella walking down a Newton Arch Road with blood down it, it's kind of a normal occurrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but one thing you mentioned there that I don't think spoken enough about what makes you a weird person, and you can tell from a young age, see if you call back to primary school and you've left, weird. I did it once and felt weird about it because... You were 17. <laughs> I'm naked. Um, I felt weird about it because people in my secondary school were like, we're calling back. So I went with them. And when I went in, I realized that like, I don't need to be here. I went back to Miss Thompson's P5 uh-huh. class and I wrapped the door on. She's like, oh, and she didn't remember my name. She's like, oh, there he is. Oh, no. And I said, oh, Shane. She's like, yes, yes, yes. And then she kind of remembered. And then uh. she was like, so what do you do? And, and I, I remember just every... Because I thought, in my head, walking back to primary school, I was like, I'm going to walk in in my big school uniform. Uh-huh. The blazer on and all. And all these P5s, all these kids are going to be like, fuck me. He's here and all. And, you know, wanting mentorship and guidance and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And I was 11. And I was like, oh, I just thought I'd say hello. And she's like, yes. Cheers for that, yeah. See you later. And I was like, Alright kids, stay at it. But it's so weird too, because then he's like, well, what are you at now? And you're like, well, fucking still school. Like, Same thing. Yeah, just, just different a, building. Yeah, yeah. Still school, like yeah. I'm still a kid. You yeah. know, not different. You sit in the desk, you're like, kids, life's a funny old game. Alright, I'm looking at a lot of you thinking you'll never get to where I am. Like, but in a year, quite literally. You literally will. You will, you'll be here. What did you prefer, primary school or big school? Oh, big school, like, big school was great. Enjoy primary school I too. prefer primary school. But I prefer big school, like. 
then at big school, that's where you separate the wheat from the chaff, like. And I was not a. I wanted to be a lollipop man. I was like, chief. So I was not yeah chaff instead. No, so I was wheat. Wheat. Yeah. Wheat. Wheat. I can't have wheat. But I, yeah, I, I don't know. I looking back on it, I just had a good time at school. There's nothing really I got career-wise out of it, other than I think I just loved primary. I went to Strandtown Primary School and I loved it. I thought primary school was great. But Strandtown, yeah, I thought you were a Hollywood guy. I am, but I went to Strandtown okay, Primary School. Okay, where is East Belfast? What sec? Did you go Sullivan Secondary School? Yeah, didn't get in. What's good you go to? Campbell. Campbell East Belfast too. Mm. Yeah, I'm Hollywood Primary and Sullivan. Mm. Yeah. But you, you've denounced Hollywood as your hometown? Oh, it's my original birthplace. It's my birth town. My hometown's Bangor. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. I You got really like aggressive. Like, oh, I want to fucking talk now. Let's I don't go. like being... Huh? I don't like it when anyone questions my hometown. Okay, cool. Now I'll say this. That's just where you lay your hat in, or in your heart. You don't have to live here of any... It's where you lay your hat in your heart? Yep. Bangor, yeah. where I lay my hat in my heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, at least, you know... Uh, you have to have some connection, but in your heart, if you believe you're from somewhere, do your thing. <laughs> like this face. <laughs> hey, fuck, we are done. Cut this is my time. Done. This is my time. That's fair. Yeah. yeah okay. New business sets up. Come and tell me. <laughs> and pay you. Speak to me. Yeah, yeah. I would love it if you were taking. If I was extorting businesses, that'd be so great. And I didn't really realize I was doing it. I was like, no, it's just if they want to open up here, they have to come and see me, and I make it okay, and they just pay me every month. That would be very horrible. There's apparently something that's come out where it's like, there's a study done that says homework is like not beneficial to anyone. Yeah, I read it. Homework thing. is the slyest thing. Oh, I saw, do you ever see, you know, obviously we love to send each other memes. I have one saved that you'll 10 out of 10 love for later. But there's one I read yesterday and it made me laugh a lot. It was like, you know, uh, Will Ferrell like freaking out in something. And it was like, whenever the teacher contacts you and says your kid's got learning difficulties, but you did the homework. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, oh no, I need to talk about your kid. Is a I, problem. I remember oh. my dad, we were learning multiplication, right? <laughs> Easy for you to say. And <laughs> like multiplying. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad was trying to describe it to me without himself knowing how to describe it. Yeah. And he got like, did you ever? Did you ever at home have? And don't go. No, because my family have money. Did you ever have a box of shrapnel, like one piece, two piece, five stands? Uh, yes, like a Tupperware, nearly like without the lid, just full of. Yes, yes, absolutely. Do people have that anymore? No, surely not. You remember, and you find the old twenty p in it, mm-hmm. right? So we had we had a big ours was a biscuit tin. But you know it was sly. My parents made me do that. That was my holiday money. So they go, you have to take out to the bank like a wee dick, you know, <laughs> going in with a fox's biscuit tin into the, the Northern Bank in High Street and go, there you go, that's my holiday money. Oh, Coming out with seven pounds in cash. <laughs> seven quid twelve. Have a good holiday, bro. Buy that Arsenal kit, you wanker, you know. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I remember having that tin and, uh, what, what am I, what was I talking about? Your dad multiplying. My dad goes, basically the easiest way I can describe multiplication is, and he went and got a load of two peas and started stacking them up. So like seven two peas, another seven two peas, another seven two peas. And he's like, say I have seven times two. And he brought two stacks of seven peas uh-huh. over. He's like, there, that's 14p. I was like, no. It's... <laughs> and he's like, so you just think about it like that? And I was like, I don't understand. And he's like, Say I had three times seven. He brings another wee thing, two peas over. And he did this for ages. And I went into school the next day and they were like, what's eight sixes? And I was like, I don't know, but if you give me a load of two yeah. peas, I can show you what it is. Yeah. But like, that was just the way he was trying to describe it to me, but I've never been able to do maths oh, ever. No, because I, the biggest shock of my life was that I passed my GCSE maths because they had got me a tutor and all. And I remember the tutor. Oh, I had to go to a tutor. Yeah, and, and I didn't want to go. And I remember the guy, he had, a, he had a strange voice. He was very nasally, spoke through the nose. He was like, I know you want to be here as much as I want to have you here. Me? But you? <laughs> but he was like, listen, you just need to get through this. Because there was a right, whole Daniel thing. Where, my teacher was like, you need you need to drop down. Now, at the time. Pardon? You need to. You know, <laughs> <laughs> if you want to pass your GCSEs. 
<laughs> Here's a sum for you. Six. My deck plus your mind. <laughs> Equals jail. No. Uh, but Let's you know, go outside. But they had said, the school had said that my folks basically, you can drop down. Because I was in like regular maths. But we dropped down to what was known as in my day as something that rhymes with maths and starts with an S and a P. So something maths. You know what I mean? The one now in case I get cancelled. And they're like, you need to do it. Go down to do that. And I was like, no, I'm too stubborn. I'll pass. And he said, you won't. Said, You're dumb. You, <laughs> you literally won't pass. You, you can't. So they're like, all you need to do is just get a D here. And I was like, can you stop with the sex? And you so then drop down and get a D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, just get through it here. So I did it and somehow got a B. And like okay. we were like, to get it remarked almost. I was like, yeah. are you sure? Yeah. And nothing has made me more smug ever because my whole family were kind of like, you're dumb and all, man. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty dumb. That doesn't help. You know, yeah. that doesn't encourage me. No, I was so stupid, like with maths and all that kind of stuff. Stuff, but then you don't need it. But school, school is so weird. It's I think it's mad now. They haven't had kids to look at them at that age and go, "What do you want to do with forever?" Like yeah. you don't know. You don't yeah. know unless you try it. Yeah. And I got to get a degree in criminology and criminal justice. Why? Yeah. You know. No and idea. are you like? Is that a bit like, say, someone who studied French for A-level, uh -huh. you say to them now, are you still really good at French? Or like, I, I can't remember it at all. Do you know about the criminal? Would you still be up on it, or does it change all the time? It changes all, like, it, it changes all the time. And because yeah. there was, it wasn't one specific subject, it was made up a lot. Like, and I maybe liked, like, three of the modules. And some, like, I hated social. I couldn't focus my mind around what sociology was or social policy because it was people just talking about other people's opinions on things. And I was like, oh, so-and-so says that if this... I'm like, what if he's wrong, mate? They're yeah. like, doesn't matter, it's just a theory. And I go, well, my theory is he's talking shit. Right. You know, and I always had this sort of back... And I couldn't get my head around it at all. And then I didn't know what... Like, in my head, I thought it was going to be like, you know, Clarice from The Science of the Lambs. So I'll come out and just analyse people's minds. Right. And then I just came out of it and just went and worked in B&Q. You know what I mean? It's like, there's no, there are no Hannibal Lecters here. Yeah. So I was like, I don't even know what I wanted to do. And then, yeah, you know, I've ended up doing this, so... It's weird. How is um, how's the bonds, mate? I'll get back to that before we get away from the toilets because I need to tell you the story. Okay. I did a gig the other night, and it was just when we're talking about weird toilet etiquette. Do you know? Do you have Do you have any wee like quirks or any traditions or things you're like I need to do this before a gig, or like it's just wee things you do? Like I'll more often not strip a label off a bottle of water before you go on stage. That. Just do that. I like to go in, and in order to find my bearings in a place, I like to do a poo, settle the nerves. Yeah, you know you don't want to go on stage. Unscrew the might... toilet seat from yeah. your, with your B and Q skills. Yeah, so you don't want to do. Uh, I, no. I, I I do. <clears throat> I would say I don't. I would go. I don't have any rituals. Mm -hmm. I definitely do. I like to have uh, if I'm feeling a little bit tired. I like to have a coffee before the show. Um, I like to have bottled water. Mm -hmm. um, and nothing really apart from you that. You love your wee melon, don't you? You like to have a wee thing of melon? Well, yeah, cantaloupe specifically. Sorry. That's if I've got a drive to a show, if I've got a long drive mm -hmm. and we're going to pass a Marxist, I'll, mm -hmm. I'll get some cantaloupe. So I, I wouldn't say it's a ritual. You said dry. I thought you said dry, like in order just to like wet your whistle, you need a wee, yeah. wee cantaloupe. Fetch the cantaloupe. Um... <laughs> So no, that's not a ritual. Yeah, that's a preference. So I'm at this gig, which again, it's one of these ones. I, Where it, is it? it? It could go either way. It's in Franklin's Bar. It was it ended up being a great gig in the end, but it was one of those. Do you ever go to gigs where you don't know what the setup is and you and you're worried about what could go wrong? Yeah. So I was a bit stressed out about this because again, it's not. It's if you're sort of the one that's the point the contact of organising it, you panic because you don't want it to be bad for your, your mates who are on, um, involved too and you're like so yeah. much stress so I went in try and calm the nerves so I'll have a wee poo right so I went in the toilets were totally quiet dead no one was there I was there at the door and I heard like we rattle at the door and then you're in there doing your so business so I'm in there doing my business <clears throat> and the guy goes oh is anyone in there and I went yeah I am and he goes oh I want in <laughs> I was like <laughs> and, I, and I went yeah well just give me a minute and he was like no worries but, it's like, but was there other cubicles? Yes, but I don't know why. You know whether he wanted in with you no, or... I know he wanted in, but it's like, I don't know, does he know etiquette of the toilet? Like, you have yeah. to wait till somebody's done. Because yeah. he's like, I oh, know, but I want in. And it was yeah. like, but, and I, you know, you're sitting there going, what what, what does he want Did that to put do you up? Were you able to relax then? No, because this is the thing. I think I had a couple more pops left in me. And I like quiet, you know? 
So if you're in there, you don't want to go. Think you need to go and see a doctor. But you know what I mean? The big, the big fart noises that echo through the toilet, especially when you don't have the seat down. It doesn't muffle any noise. So I didn't want him to just be standing on the side of the door and maybe be going. Yeah, yeah. So I had to really kind of like home like do breath work to try and get it out and yeah. then you're wiping and you, you know he's listening to the th- of the thing you're like oh it's stressing me out was that that's going down your bum no it's pulling, pulling, <laughs> pulling the toilet roll out but then again oh, you look like you were very liberal with a toilet roll there yeah because I'm not buying it you know what I mean when in public places so let me ask you then yeah. what's your home etiquette with taking toilet roll for an individual wipe versus being in public until my bum's clean Shane no, like I don't, I'm not, not what like, I'm asking. Oh no, a four would have still got sm- like peanut butter smears. It's not what I'm, I'm asking. leaving it. Not what I'm asking. Okay. On every individual wipe that you do, uh-huh. how much toilet paper will you take for that one Ooh, wipe? Probably sheets. Probably three folded. So I'll take three sheets, fold, wipe. Snap. Yeah. Snap. No, I'm a folder, not a scruncher. I don't agree in scrunching. The scrunch is uh, weird to me. Although I used to be a scruncher, but then I think our scrunchers because maybe because I've heard some women oh I scrunch and it's like I don't know because instead of like having testicles in a willy they've got maybe a vagina or whatever it is people have nowadays and maybe that's just apparatus wise easier to clean but you know I don't want to like oh if I had a um, vagina yeah, right can you say it can, yeah can we say that punani if I had a punani punani yeah right to use the right term if I had a punani <laughs> <laughs> we did the same single word science class <laughs> <laughs> If I had a uh, punani, yeah, I I think I would scrunch, yeah, for to wipe that, the punani, yeah, or the bum, the punani, okay, yeah. But I think then for my bum, I would fold, yeah. You but then again, people are like, oh, you can't wipe. I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of rules. So what will around. you do then if you're in public, in public toilets, or at a restaurant or whatever? You'll you'll take loads. I'll just take because here's the thing, right? At home, I have a higher quality toilet roll. Yeah, I've like quilted. I like I like to protect my bum. Whereas in public, it's almost like sandpaper sometimes. So you yep. and another thing too. But is more does more of it make it better? I don't like to accidentally finger my bum. You only like the purposely do it. <laughs> Correct. You know what I mean? At least I know what's coming up. I don't want to have a wee sheet and then I go in to wipe it with vigor. Yeah. And then just... <laughs> Who's he? Right up. <laughs> the guy that was trying to get in. <laughs> yeah. David's vigor, I am welcome. <laughs> See, I don't want to just pop in. You know what I mean? Well, then don't the wipe paper. like that. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> but it really gets a good clue. Like you're you know? born a strike. Yeah. <laughs> Like I wipe like I'm trying to get candy floss, you know, I really get <laughs> up and round and then <laughs> take it away. You wipe uh This is standard or sitting. we've gone into way too much of what I do in Standard or sitting. Oh I, I sit. I oh can't. no, oh no, I'm not gonna tell you this, but this is gonna be right, even more accurate. Just say it, right? I go I'm between my legs you. to do it. What do you mean? Like I go underneath my legs to do it. I'd say a lot of people do. I don't know. A lot of people go from behind, but I and, and I do it left-handed, only left-handed. So you be your right-handed. Yes. So you go in between. Now, I used to have a toilet when I was in my student house. It was very tight squeeze, and you couldn't have got any leverage on the right side. So I just and it's. Just so you're stuck. not there anymore. I know, but I'm just used to doing it now. Yeah. You know, so. I feel like you know, there's more. There's what more access to the anus going underneath Why than there is doing this. Like you're pouring <laughs> yes, wa- yeah. red wine. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like I can get a better. Cl- I I really like a clean bum, you know. And I went through a period <laughs> there opinion. where I, because I had kids, I had access to baby wipes more. So I was wiping and then it's baby wiping. But then I clogged up the whole plumbing system and had to get a guy out to just. And he's like, "There's a lot of baby wipes here." And I'm like, "Fuck, the kids must have been flushing them without me knowing." <laughs> and then Catherine's like, well, "You did that, did but you?" But you can get flushable wet wipes. But they still aren't fully flushable. They don't. Says melt out, and that's fake news. They still get stuck in the pipes. And you know what happened to me one time too? I that, used them. Well, you should. You gotta stop. You no, gotta stop. I can't. So I was even want to have another. I had to get another, like, because my my house plumbing's quite old system, and it's two houses connected into the one. And I had to get a guy out to just do a clear the pipes to release it. And what had happened is my neighbour had put some stuff down the toilet, and he got out, and we lifted the lid, and he was like. <laughs> Clean. Did you watch this happen? Yeah, and he was cleaning out. But then what I had to see, I how see, could you? Why? Why did you watch it? Because I was just curious to know where the like the the manhole was and stuff. Which 
thought you too know. much. But and he lifted it. I had to watch my neighbour's actual poo just float down, like, and it was just out, like, like a sweet terracotta tube, and it's just one wee smeared poo. And I was like, you definitely need fibre. You know, yeah, you need fiber. yeah, it's yeah. It's not good. And it was weird, and I found it weird looking at her. Since. I wouldn't like to look down a manhole cover like that. No, I wouldn't like that at all. No, but then that's that's part of being. Just a, been shit about being old you have to get people to look after your plum in the odd time you have to do and again when you have a man out or or oh, a man yeah yeah a man man you could have a lady yeah but a la- ladies have punanis but more often than not ladies don't like like just pulling shit out of drains some do well fair enough but in this occasion it was a man out right and you know when if you have a man out to deal with like man stuff in your house you always feel like you have to hang about and be like oh i know where that hole is and all i don't worry about that no <laughs> And then I'm standing there, not having a clue what he's doing. He's just, and I'm just smelling all the shit. That's horrible. Yeah. But I have to pretend like an automat. Yes. Because you look like a guy who knows the crack, yes. but you don't. But I make a wild cup of tea. So I can right. say, like, oh, you know what, while you're dealing with all that, do you want to? Yeah. But then the guy who does my drains, he comes out once a year just to, you know, catch up, really. And we had a mouse again. A mouse? See, you live very much in mouse territory, don't you? you wee bit of, there's a wee rivers near you, and there's wee, like, there is, fields yeah. and all. So we're going to have to just... But we How many? One mm-hmm. people go, Well, if there's one, there's more. Not always true, yeah. Because what's happened is, you know, yourself, when you bring the when you've got the two kids in the car and you bring them into the house, uh-huh. front door's going to be open for a little while, yeah. You know, these li- these little bastards are seeing that and go, I want in. I don't want to tell you this, but have you ever seen the videos on YouTube of mice and rats going through plumbing systems and all? No. There's like a, an experiment set together? up to show how working together they could be. I've, I've seen Ratatouille, they can, right. But these guys can just get in up the toilet, up the plumbing. They can get, it's not just your door. They can get in anywhere. And they if can they contort want in, their wee in. bodies. They can contort their wee bodies and then turn into like wee flat, like almost like furry dinner plates and just slide underneath. Mm. And then they're in your house just eating your food, pissing you off. We you know I killed a mouse? I scarred it to death once in my house in Sydney. What did it do? Watch you on the toilet? No. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how to get up here. His, his behaviour so unorthodox. Why is he coming from underneath? And where's his dick? I'm like, oh, it's on the boat. Don't worry. <laughs> but I, I had gone, my, you know my house in Sydney, I had, the, had the, the wee roof hatch and I could hear the mouse screaming. And for some reason... Screaming? Like, you know, screeching, just making mouse noises. No, no. No. Yeah, that, that's all right. That's it. <laughs> what mouse did you have? <laughs> so I was like right and for some reason I was like I'm gonna fucking go up here and start this mouse so I was like get myself psyched up because I mean the mouse is tiny and I'm big and I shouldn't be as afraid of it mouse as always mouse tiny me big but he's got germs <laughs> you know mouse could kill me with germs <laughs> why am I speaking like a caveman <laughs> mouse could kill me with germs so I thought right I'm gonna go up so I have a wee st- a stick to like open the roof and then yep. like I did that and I pulled the ladders down and I had my stick, and I climbed up a bit, and I could still hear it scuttering about, and I got my stick, and I just went up, and started banging my stick, whoa, whoa! and I'd given it a heart, it just died, it just lay there, and it did a wee shit, and it died, and I was like, that's really great, and I felt terrible, because it was just lying up there, Yeah. and old, and I was like, fuck, is it dead, or is it playing dead, but it was legitimate. What'd you do with it? I just put it in, the, in a wee bag, and put it in the bin, like. See, I couldn't have done, like, first, we've had a, a mouse twice, uh-huh. right, not the same guy, now, the first time, I didn't want to be in the house. Yeah. Until it was taken care of. I couldn't. Like, honestly, yeah. like, I'm not saying that for comedic effect. Okay. I did not want to be in the house until I heard the mouse was gone. Yeah. And I loved to be, like, protective and all that kind of thing. Of mice? No, of my family. Shane, the great mouse protector. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a guy who'd be a mouse yeah. protector. <laughs> right? But I was like, I don't want to be here. We've got the mouse. The second time I heard there's a mouse in this house, I was a lot more, I was talking to Dr. Seuss, <laughs> I was a lot more laid back. I, I didn't like it at all. I hated it. But I, I if I'd have seen a mouse the first time, yeah. I'd have ran the opposite direction. This time, I'd have ran for the mouse if I saw it. But then just scream at it and give it a heart attack, kill it now. You'll know that. You go, ah. Oh, There's a difference in you running towards someone and doing but that. But I didn't run. I popped my head up a tunnel and started banging a stick. <laughs> but we got him. Yeah, and how did you get him though? Because there's, di- I, I've had mice experiences throughout. I my mean, life. the real way or the. No, be honest, because there are different ways now. Everyone tries to be more like fucked him up. Because <laughs> we've had m- mice in my house growing up, and there's, I remember there's as two lodgers. ways. Pardon? Like as lodgers, yes, just as lodgers, just because you know, times are tough. Yeah, you know. So there was one time we got it like with this wee like trick thing. So it goes in, it goes. Oh, there's a bit of cheese in there, mate. But here's the thing. 
they don't really love cheese. That's just cartoons. Stick a wee Mars bar in there, the bastards go berserk. Right. So this wee mouse goes, I smell Mars bar. But it goes trapped like that. And then what we did, we just went up the window. But what Hill. do you mean trapped? It? Just trapped. Just in it. It's not dead. Just trapped. It's in caught. a what? Like in a wee mouse trap. It's just it's like a thing. It's like this. It's like that shape. So when he walks up the way, it tips it and the lid closes oh, and he's that's, trapped. That's, yeah. So he did that. He got the Mars bar. We took him to Winnie Hill and went, nice to ah. get the Mars bar. And, just, and you let him out free? Just fucked him into someone's house, into someone's garden. There you nice. go. And that was fine. But then my dad was like, I've had enough of these bastards. And he got like proper like 1970s mouse traps. You know, the ones that if you put your fingers in, they're gone. And he let, let a few of these ones out and put the Mars bars on because the wee bastards love a Mars bar. And he left one out and he goes, I've got one. Do you want to see? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's go and see. What age would you have been roughly? 12. Right. And I went in and it had got the mouse, but not properly. So it had like got it between its wee legs and its nose. So its nose and legs were squished, but its tail and all was still going, and there was blood everywhere. And he goes, "I don't fuck with me," you know. And I was like, "Are you threat? Like, what are you saying? If I mess you, you're going to break my fucking arms and neck." Like, I don't know. And he goes, "Ah, yeah, fucking, that's it." And they go, "He's not dead. What are you going to do?" And he goes, oh, "I know what I'll do." And you know what he did? He got another mouse trap. So he got another one, and he put it on top of it. I thought he's just going to like put like his back in and slam it, but he put the other mouse trap on top of it, like so, like to make a, a wedge. And he was like, "You gotta do it humanely. You gotta kill him as quick as possible." She took a hammer, and it didn't kill it humanely at all. It was fucking horrendous. Like if he just hit it with a hammer, it would have killed it. All he did is probably broke all the bones in the body. And he must have hit this mouse about three times with me watching as a lesson to be a man. I was like. Cheers, Dad. I'm obviously traumatised. <laughs> and then what he did, he's like, go ahead and get a Tesco bag and bucket in the bin. I was like, that was sticking with me at my dad's. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to say it was a humane trap. No, but then... I, I was very, like... Say I watch, like, people on TV and they've been, like, you know, displaced because of a war or whatever. Oh, I no. I watch that it's and I'm like, deep. I'm like, oh, man, you know? Let's get these guys somewhere to be. Let's get these guys to safety... You know, they don't want to be here. Let's find something for them and let my heart goes out. There was a mouse in our house that obviously uh -huh. was just there by mistake and didn't yeah. want to be there and he was scared and stuff. I remember ringing a guy and being like, we will get him. Throw everything at it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, the m money's no object. Get this guy. Yeah. And he got him. And I would say, we didn't use a Mars bar, we used peanut butter. Mm -hmm. And we got him. Now, I heard, remember you were a bad boy when you were about 13, 14? Mm -hmm. You got in a little bit of trouble? Your dad just left the Mars bar at the end of a trap for you? <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I would fall for it every time. A Mars yeah. bar is a Mars bar, you know? Yeah. See if it's a Mars bar ice cream, kill me. Oh, Mars bar ice cream. They are unbelievable. The nicest. But like, mice just being around, I think you kind of got to accept. But then see, but sometimes too, I think mice, to me, are in the same category of like quicksand. Do you know what I mean? There's things that people are too afraid of that they're not that generally. You people are big too afraid of quicksand. Yeah, because in your day to day life, you're not getting trapped in quicksand. Another no. thing I used to be terrified of, which is ridiculous, cannibals with big pots in the jungle. Yeah, you know what I mean, I used to be like, oh, I gotta watch from corner. These cannibals are gonna yeah. take me. And I mean, you could feed a tribe with me. Are you yeah, getting a good yeah, steward yeah. of me? And I was like, well, I don't want to go any near any forest in case those cannibals. Tollymore, you know exactly. I mean, yeah. No, I'm not doing, I'm not doing. Hard in the bat, no way. You walk around Crawford Burn County yeah. Park, like, Where are they? Like you know, the guys with bones between their noses. Yeah, yeah no. And like mice are the same because they are a problem, but they're not like ter Like you know, when people yes. are terrified of them, it's like yes. not really. And a lot of time, they will just go go again. You know. No. Go away. Like I, I have more of an issue with cats than I have with mice. See, cats have become my friend now. Mm -hmm. We we have a cat next door that I brought into the house for a day, just to like walk around in case any potential mice were thinking. You know, or mice would look in our windows, think, "Oh, uh, look." So you not like carrying a motive. You're not just like mm -hmm. a, a nature boy. You're not just going out being like puss 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 no. pussy pussy. Now, I want to talk about, you were talking about um, quicksand. Mm -hmm. Is one of the things we bonded over the most, our love of, the prank that Egyptian television <laughs> played on professional footballer, is it Ramadan Sobi? Oh, Ramadan Sobi. That was, without a doubt, one of the slyest, but also best. Like, pranks, people are like, well, pranks are shit. They're the lowest form of comp. No. Pranks if a prank's done well, there's nothing funnier. Pranks how, are 10 out of 10. How people react to this. I don't know if you're able to like link this or something, but Damn. people need to see this. Are you able this. to uh, oh. play something for us? Because this is the best. 
Uh, it's it's the guy's called Sobi S O B E H I. Uh-huh. He used to play for Stoke, um, and he's a Egyptian international footballer. And he was like, so if you write Sobi H I prank quicksand. But I mean, you know what? Here's the thing about a prank. See if a prank is done and it's there's a wee bit of jeopardy. Yeah, it's a it's good. But see if you genuinely think you're going to die. Yeah, that's. It's completely obscene. So, like, pranks are like, oh, you've been framed, yeah. you know. This guy, my, this guy's car fell into a lake, and he's like, oh, yeah. fuck's sake, and all. And then it's not really his car. Jeremy Beadle comes out to good laugh. Oh, by the way, see, whenever we're talking about cars falling in the lake, this is the thing I do, because I live quite near sea. I keep a couple of Stanley knives in each of my glove boxes. We life hack for you, in case I ever get in the water and you cut seatbelts out. But why was the seatbelt not just open? Sometimes underwater it might malfunction, you know what I mean? That's, How I've do you seen a lot ge- of casualty on the TV and I've seen a lot of EastEnders. And Genuine like question, oh. in a situation like that, how do you get... Out? Your car goes in the water, goes underwater. Mm-hmm. How do you open doors or windows? Is the it's pressure hard. not... Yeah, what you should also do is keep a wee toffee hammer in there. You know, and that like will break buses. the window? Yeah, keep a wee... Um, because that, 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 that's just a life hack for people. Just um so the background of this is mm-hmm. uh, Sobi is an Egyptian international footballer and there's this prankster guy in Egypt, this wacky prankster. And what he does for pranks is make you think that you're going to die yes. in the worst way possible. Yeah. So they've told Sobi that he's doing like some TV shoot and they want to take him into the desert mm-hmm. to film something. I mean, look, Ramez, guy, that's what the guy's look at Ramez's face. He, he's such a prankster. He's got those uh, steampunk right. goggles on. Right, so right. here's so, so Sobi is in a uh, buggy going across the desert. Look at Ram. Like, what you this is Ramez. Right? Going, why is Ramez got that weird outfit on? Sorry, Sobi. Sobi's car is going down. The car he's in. They're like how frightened Sobi is. They're like, oh no, we're stuck in quicksand, right? So this would be this is a terrible prank as is. Yeah. Right. So him and his team are getting out. <laughs> now Ramez has an outfit on. You're going to see what he does with yeah. that in a second. Now, Sobi's a young guy. Look, yeah. look so like the guy a, with him is drowning. He thinks this guy's dying in quicksand. Right, he thinks this cameraman's oh, like away. He's gone. So Sobi's he, like, I've just watched the guy die. Right. Everybody else is in on it, right? <laughs> so the car's going down. They're trying to climb up on top of the car. Everyone else is in the on it. Sad's going in the car. Right. Sobi. Ramez is just loving life. So they're trying to, like, get him out. Now, what's, Ra- now, Ra- <laughs> what's Ramez doing? Ramez is uh, getting some prosthetics done. So, yeah. so Sobi at this point is a young man who uh-huh. thinks he's going to die yeah. today. Uh, so this is like the Egyptian version of punk, I guess. <laughs> um, so you're going, what's going on here? So Sobi thinks he's stranded and they can't move. And at this point, he thinks a, a giant Komodo dragon is walking out of the cave, but that's Ramez. So he thinks they're stranded and now this dragon is coming to eat us. So if he doesn't dry in the quicksand, he's going to be eaten by a kimono dragon. Can I just point out, you said kimono dragon. All right. That's just you the weekend. This is <laughs> but look at him, he is petrified. Yeah, he thinks he's going to die. Like, <laughs> But when, we'll see when Mar- or Ramez, Maris. <laughs> so Ramez is fast approaching him. Yeah, he thinks he's dying. Yeah. Uh, oh, look at his face. Like, what part of this is a prank? <laughs> the guy thinks he's dying. Can you imagine if if uh, he was at Stoke at the time and Pulis saw this? Oh, He'd be so no. cross. So he thinks this Komodo dragon, yeah, is going to eat him. Like, she's going down. Look, and that's his actual clothes being covered in, in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> right, this is where Ram is. Stands up. Hello, mate. And the face <laughs> It was a prank, mate. You're on gotcha. You're on TV. <laughs> and Sobi absolutely loses. And what wasn't on that clip is he absolutely loses his mind, as you would. Yes. Like that's not a prank. No. Like you say, like a prank is like, oh Dave, you're, you you got a parking ticket here, and oh. you get down to the car park and there's no parking yeah. ticket. But no, thinking you're going. Not only are you going to die. Yeah. But you've watched two people die. Yeah. You think your wife's going to die? You're and you're gonna dying die. in the worst way. Yeah, you're, gonna, you're dying oh. in quicksand and a dragon, as you're about to go down, is going to eat your head. I actually, in that scenario, would be relieved, I think, to be eaten by a dragon. I think the thought of, like, suffocating or drowning in sand yeah. would be, oh my God, that's the worst. Oh, You'd rather get eaten by a dragon? Yeah, rather get eaten by a dragon. And that's kind of a cool way to go, isn't it? Like getting eaten by a dragon, like you could kill by a yeah. dragon. Yeah, it's pretty, it is pretty cool. You wouldn't say Komodo dragon, you know, you'd leave that yeah. bit out, you'd just say dragon. Yeah. He was, was eaten by a dragon. Yeah, but that... Would, was that was unbelievable? What a prank! I love a good prank, but that, that's up there. Some of the, do we think the best dragons ever. are 
No. Dragons never existed, right? No. Okay. You were waiting for them to be like, well, maybe. Yeah. You know, somewhere. If you could, um, if you could bring an endangered animal back from like endang- oh, extinct, so insti- extinct, insti- extinct, right, okay. Because they're all endangered. <laughs> An extinct animal? Do you have one in mind that you bring back? Well, like they're you're trying about to bring them all back. They're trying to bring back saber-toothed tigers. But I don't know, like, for what purpose? Has anybody ever seen Jurassic Park? Yeah. It's not worth it. No. Don't bring a saber-toothed tiger no. back. There's no need. Like, if you're bringing a, one from that time, you bring a, a wee friendly woolly mammoth, but then those motherfuckers have those tusks. Mm-hmm. So you don't know. Imagine them just kicking around Shaftesbury Square. That'd be yeah. a problem. That'd be a nightmare. And, like, I don't know, like, because, like, you know, wolves used to roam around Ireland. That's another thing. I went to, have you ever been to Wild Ireland? It's a place just in Donegal where they yeah. like, it's conservation. They and got tr- wolves? Yeah, so they, they have, they bring the animals that were indigenous to Ireland and they have them there. So like the wolves, the bears. Snakes? Things. No, oh no, sure, Paddy dealt with that. But, they're, they're basically, their, their, their message, no guilty, their message was like, our goal here is to try and bring these animals that used to be indigenous here and then eventually we'll just let them out. That's right. And then the na- the people who live by it are like, hold on a wee second, that's not a great idea. And yeah. like, what do you mean? He goes, Andy Rang, you're, you're just going to release a bear? And they're like, well, they're originally here. And it's like, no, don't release yeah, it's not, the bears. It's not a good no. system. But it was a nice place to visit, but for sure, don't just release them into the So what, are, have you been? Side. Yeah. So what do they have, like uh, wolf, wolves? You, how about this? You tell me what they have and I'll say, yeah, no. Uh, wolves. Yes. By the way, wolves, bigger than you think. Oh, yeah? Yeah, big boys, like. Um, but then wolves are fucking problematic, because I'm a dog guy. So I'd see a wolf and be like, give me five minutes with them, and I'll be round rubbing its tummy and all. What about... Uh, bears, yes. They have bears, being serious? They bears, yeah. Was there bears in Ireland? Yeah, back in the day. That's Holy why. Shit. Yeah, no, yeah, back at... Not recently, no? No, not recently, no. Um, Dan, could you bring up Wild Ireland, and let's have a look at what they... Uh, what well, this they is what we should do. We should go there someday as a Patreon exclusive and just try That'd to release, try to release the animals. See, that's our <laughs> prank. <laughs> so, right, so let's see what they have. They have a wild Arctic experience. Oh, look at that wolf. That is lovely. Yeah. And they've got goats. I mean, I feel like they're not like... Have you ever extinct. seen the film The Witch? It's a horror film. There's a goat in it, and the whole way through it, it's the devil, apparently. It's called Black Phillip. This uh, goat looks like that. About us. They have lynx. Remember there was always big cat sightings? Wasn't that like a real late 90s thing? Yes. Oh, there's a big cat. There's a there's a leopard seen in this field, and there never was. So you're right to have bears. Yeah, they've got bears. They've I got feel like they have bears and wolves, and that's what yeah. they really put up front on the website here. Do you know what? Like, seeing the wee gift shop, that's where they're making their dough off the cuddly toys of the bears and the wolves. They have the rescue warthog, monkeys, the wild boar. Good. Yeah. Now, I do want to say the rescue monkeys I don't know how indigenous they are to Ireland yeah pot belly pigs like there must have been, there must be some place I bet you you know a big farmer somewhere that's in the middle of flipping like Tipperary or something has like a random big animal that well you... Calvin who's who's uh, you know accompanying me on the tour taking photos and you know Calvin yes. too Calvin Craig yeah. he knows a guy who has a tiger that See? lives near him Mike just Craig. like in, in uh, Balamoney, I want to say. But you know what? Here's the thing too about that. You never see with someone like in Balamoney has a tiger. You're not seeing a regal, well kept, thick furred, conditioned tiger. It's always like, it looks like Scar from the Lion King. Yeah. It's always a decrepit wee thing with fleas, and you're like, oh no, yeah. you should probably just give that back to Africa. But would you, do you think if you had that, you'd be like tempted to just like let it out? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would definitely be funny. Yeah, you know, imagine I'm coming. I'd <laughs> be one of those pranks. Yeah. <laughs> imagine coming here to work for the day. Can I bring my pet? Yeah, no problem. <sighs> Have you seen that video of the? It's like viral video of like all these like big Middle Eastern guys that all look like you, and they're in a swimming pool in like what looks like Dubai or somewhere or Qatar, and then this guy just like for yes. the less a tiger yeah, in the big pool. white tiger. Yeah. yeah, and a guy gets out like I imagine you get out of the pool. <laughs> he like sort of like puts his hand out and then like. Rolls out of the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I used to do that in the gym. I used to go to you know the one up in, in Hollywood there, yeah. where there's a hot tub. And it, my party trick was to be able to go from the hot tub to the swim pool one motion like Shamu. <laughs> very skillful. Like just swish out and slide yeah. in. It's great. And then I watch Blackfish and that ruined Shamu for me. Yeah. Fuck's sake. Yeah, but you could still do that as a tribute to. Yes, I'm sure he'd love that. True. But then I that's another thing. They just start dropping that Shamu's not just the one animal. You know, there's many Shamus. They just give it your Shamu, mate. It's like the Pope. Uh, or the Shirt Babes. Yeah. Yeah. You're, 
You are Shamu. It's like the Pope or the Sugar Babes. Yeah, both similar things. What would you rather be? Uh, probably the Pope, I think. I think you get away with doing whatever you want more. And if mm. you're a sugar babe, you know, like not, if you're a sugar babe, you might have some financial constraints, you know what I mean? But if you're the... Yeah, if you, sorry, would you rather be the Pope, a sugar babe at the peak sugar babes or a sugar babe now? I'd still be the Pope because I right. think, right, you're the Pope. I think if you're the Pope, power would go to your head. You'd be ridiculous. But, we're hitting up for, uh, 4,000 Patreons with powers going to head. Yeah, imagine, but imagine the you're the Pope. But you, anything you want, you'd be like, I need this. You would yeah. get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And be like, I oh, know, but then you'd be like, eh, Pope. Yeah. It's not me, it's God wants it. You're basically God on earth. Yeah. You know what I mean? The po- it'd be hard to beat being the Pope. Yeah. Oh, can I get the latest Dre beats? Yeah. Do you need them? Because then, and then they're like, oh, listen, you have to behave a certain way if you're the Pope. You, there's certain rules you have to yeah. do. And then old Cardinal Ratzinger's like, nah, I'm checking out. I've got dementia. Bye. And they're like, well, that's not the Pope's rules. And he's like, is he the I'm guy Pope. that, like, called it a day? He's like, yeah. Folks, I'm heading on here. What I loved about that. Do you have to be a Pope till you die? Yeah, well, oh. until he was like, no, because I think what had happened, he was like mentally, I think, diminishing. And they're like, oh, we can't have Like him. a tiger in a garden ball of money. Correct. And they're like, you can't be having you making Pope decisions when you're boogaloo, like, you know? So they're like, I'll tell you what you do. You get on that helicopter. It was like the end of The Apprentice or something, or succession. <laughs> get on that helicopter and he just disappeared. No one knows where he went. Right. And off he went. Oh, Pope. Was he Benedict? That was, he disappeared. Benedictus. I Pope Benedict. One of my favourite pieces of music, uh, Carl Jenkins, Benedictus. Nice. I thought you were going to say Pope Benedict's just been working on some side projects <laughs> since he retired. In the dance hall album. <laughs> but then I like Whoa, Pope Fra- But Pope Francis, he's going the other way now too. Like he's trying to be too much of a man. Trying to be well prod. No, yeah. <laughs> that would be the other way. <laughs> but he's like, I don't want to wear a golden necklace. I want it to be made of wood because gold's too expensive. You know, whereas Ratzinger or Benedict's like, you know, bring me, me out. Give me Louis Vuitton, like you know, yeah, make, yeah, me, yeah. make me ball. Yeah. So I think I'd be I, like, there's a film out, isn't there? The two popes. I'd like to watch. It looks quite good. Can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. In when I was in LA, I um near where we were staying, there was this like jewelry shop, and it's this London jeweler, mm-hmm. and Niall was like, oh, they want you want to see their stuff, and I went in and I tried on a chain, and I nearly uh-huh. bought it. How much can you say? It was like a hundred and fifty dollars, but it was a wee silver chain, and I tried it on. Because in my head, I was like, I think I'd shoot a chain. Yeah. And I just couldn't do it. I feel though that the chain would be like marijuana is to, to other drugs. You know, you would get a chain, the next thing you It's know, a gateway. Yeah, it's a gateway. It's gateway jewellery. Yeah, it's gateway jewellery. You'd start with a chain, and next thing you have a ring that wasn't your wedding ring. In a week. Then you get the wee earrings and all, and then yeah. you get the, the eyebrow piercing. And, and then it'd be like Xerxes from 300. I'd have like <laughs> the nose ring connected to the earring, connected to a nipple ring, connected yeah. to a Prince Albert. <laughs> You'd be like a puppet. <laughs> I mean, that's maybe what I need to do. I need to get all those piercings, and then if I have the nipples and the nose pierced and the dick pierced, if I'm pissing, I can just lift this up, and then we'll have to set my dick in the rim. <laughs> it make a lot of sense. Uh, Will you ever get a piercing? I can see you having a big midlife crisis getting a stud. I would, I mean, I wish, but not a piercing. Um, I think uh, maybe if we're to get anywhere pierced, I'll get my nipples pierced just because that's funny, isn't it? Like it's a weird thing. Yeah, that's a it's a wacky prank. But <laughs> I have my I'd, nipple pierced that no one sees. But I don't I don't think I'll get in pierced. Right. I don't. Would you get in pierced? Never. No. What I pierced you? my I pierced my ear for a fancy dress party once. Can't remember what you I was. You can't get with. clip-ons or magnetics, you know. I know, but I had a few drinks and I got my cousin Connor to put a, a needle through my ear and then put an earring in. Put I put two ice cubes on either side of it for like ten minutes. Totally numb. Did it hurt? No, Probably. totally no. All right, okay. And then took it out the next day. Do you have a pierced anything, boys? Fosty? I could see Dan. You probably had your eyebrow pierced back in the day, did you? No, never. No? I, don't, I had the no. eyebrow pierced. Remember? Yeah. Yeah, 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 I remember. You had your eyebrow pierced, yeah. Do you have anything else pierced, Fosty? Do you have your ear pierced? See a guy with a pierced eyebrow, it says one thing and one thing only to me. Drugs. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, if you see a guy with a pierced eyebrow, like, you know what, you, you can get stuff from me. You know what I mean? You know where it's at. Like, yeah. Comedians aren't really guys that have piercings. But some of like we one earring pierces, piercings yeah. done too. Yeah, Vittorio did a late, late in life ear piercing. Yeah, did who else did I see recently had one? And it's just, it's, I just don't. I find it weird. You know what I mean? Like I just from well for me personally, of other people yeah. work away, but I just don't know what I would do if I had it done. Like you'd expect Willie to have more piercings than he does. He looks like a wee eyebrow guy. Yeah, like you'd say you could see him growing up with wee, like having the wee. I bet you he got his ears pierced before he could consent to it. I bet you his dad was like, "You're getting your ears pierced." Yeah, and he's like three months. And he's like, yeah, 
Because I, I, when I was growing up, I was like, when I'm older, I'm going to get both ears pierced, and then the middle of my ear too. Yeah, and then you know what's happened though too. You know your man out of lost profits, who's a total pervert creep guy. It's in jail. Understood. He had, he had those piercings creep. that were stretched, right? Those and spacers. Like, yeah, and I think now any time I see those, I think you're a pedo. You know. So that's just eyebrow piercing, drugs. Yeah. Spacer, pedo, pedo. Yeah, and you know another thing too. Like unless you're in like some sort of unknown African tribe. You know, you once you take those out, it's weird. Just have earlobes down Apparently, here. I was talking to someone about this recently. Apparently, they close. Nah, it's fake news. Not if, if they're if big. You go to, yeah, you have, yeah. to, you have to get it cut down. Because, you know, the only two bits of your body that don't stop growing, as you go, all apart from hair and stuff, is your earlobes well, and your nose. You know? Huh? So, like, my mind will grow here and there. Like, but Your nose doesn't stop growing? No, your nose keeps growing. So, when that's when you see old men with big schnozzes and these long ears. Not, not a good look, sure, no, it's not sweet. Big yeah. long lobes. I long lobes. That's yeah. something I'm show. left to 104. <laughs> I mean, you look terrible. <laughs> you, that would be your character, Game long of Thrones. Lobes? You'd have no hair on the top, just really long on the sides, and these lobes, and you'd tie it under your chin. And long lobes. And because you'd have the long fingers, you'd be some sort of prophet. Uh, that's what I would say. I am the oracle of the future. I am protector of the maze. <laughs> <laughs> And then when you really want to get business done, <laughs> you tie your lobes behind your head. Right, let's let's go to work. But I can give a big blowjob. <laughs> I see pleasure in your future. <laughs> That's uh, <so> stupid. <laughs> you walk in, I'm just reminding a chicken. What troubles you? <laughs> Long lobes. <laughs> I need your counsel. Oh, I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> what will it cost me, long lobes? Your bottom. You're bald. <laughs> um. <laughs> Sorry, my so real talk. Real talk. <laughs> um, yeah, we could go to Wild Ireland. They've got bears, wolves, lynx, wild boar, and Barbary maquettes. Macaques, is it? <laughs> Macaques, yeah. I wonder what they what they need in Ireland. Nah, I think I think what they've done is they've got this facility and they're like, oh, these are pretty cool. Yeah, they've got a deal on them, Jake. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. In. Wholesale price. Yeah, you buy 12 links, you get a free barber. I'll tell you what, do you ever look at these? Like, I'm looking at a wild boar going to bet you had to be tasty. Oh, I'm sorry, you you've had wild boar before, surely. So, you know, I've eaten alligator. Not so nice. have I. Yeah. In Florida, I had some uh, breadcrumbs and cheese. I thought it was nice. Oh, see, I had it off the bone. Like, it was just like, it was horrible. Where? In the Everglades? Africa, mate. In the wreaths? South Africa. Nice. Have yeah. um, you anything you want to plug, my friend? Anything apart, uh, Sly Guy Podcast? Yeah, Sly Guy Podcast is out every Thursday. And then if you want early access, there's a Patreon. It's a Wednesday. Um, when does this go out, this episode? Done. Uh, two Wednesdays, like, uh, 6th, of, 6th of December. Fuck, well, then no. Because I've done my show on the 7th of December, which has sold out nearly already. There's a couple of tickets left just. And then... Other than that, just follow me on socials, Dave LA Comedy, see what I'm up to, put everything there, you know, and again, thanks for having me, it's been a lot of fun today, I've enjoyed this thoroughly. It's a lot of silly fun. It's very silly. We'll um, go for lunch? Stop we'll go for some lunch, yeah, right. we'll break bread. Thank Happy you, brother. Times. Thank you. Love you. Love you too. Mm-hmm.